Punch it. Punch it. You okay there? I'm okay. I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Tuesday Show with CJ and Ted, and this week it's all about being British. Topo. Nice. <laughs> Hi, Ted. Hi, CJ. And hello, listeners. Hey, CJ. How are you doing? Good, mate. Good, good. We- good. good weekend? No, thanks. Just had one. <laughs> <laughs> Just had one. You know they always say, start on a joke? Yes. Why didn't we? Oh, I don't know. Uh, well, you did. You did say the first words. Yeah. So. Hey. What is what is it like to be British, CJ? Well, you know, I have no idea. You've no idea. No. Well, you do because I saw something you shared on Facebook not so long ago. A long list of things that are what it's like to be British. That is true. I did. I did do that. So I thought let's have a look at some of those. Okay. And see what they're about. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm bringing it up now. Hey. <laughs> Lunch. Um, so, there's the first thing that's like to be British. Everything is an innuendo. Everything is an innuendo. <laughs> that's right. I don't I don't even know if that's on the list. I but have no yes, idea. <laughs> everything is an innuendo. In your window. <laughs> In your... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be one of those episodes. It is. So, should we have a look at the list? We shall. Um, I have the list in front of me now. Excellent. Because I am super efficient and okay. knew exactly where to find it. What is like? What is what is what's it like to finish a sentence? I've no. What's idea. it like? <laughs> what is it like? What's it like to not have a total brain fart <laughs> in the middle of a conversation? <laughs> what it's like to be British? Number one. Numero uno. Numero uno. Worrying that you've accidentally packed three kilos of cocaine and a dead goat as you stroll through nothing to declare. <laughs> now, when I read this, yeah. I just thought, I, I, could you just cast your, you think back to every time you've been abroad? Mm. And you do, and you come back and you go through nothing to declare and you just think, someone's going to stop me. Yeah. Someone's going to stop me and rifle through my luggage. Mm-hmm. And I don't know whether I've actually done anything wrong or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so weird. You're like, you know you've done nothing wrong. Yeah. The most you may have done wrong is may have bought too many fags in the duty-free or something. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's true. You're just like, you know, did someone slip in, like you say, three kilos of cocaine it, it and a dead happen. goat and it some vegetables? Happen. Yeah. You know, whilst I wasn't looking. Just, but then you get that oh. question, don't you? Have you packed your bags yourself? Mm. Well, who else is going to pack them? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> Jimmy Carr packed no. my bags. No, I didn't pack my bags. I take no responsibility for anything you find. Exactly. Happy yeah. with that? Do you like that answer? <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you like that Do you answer? really? So, uh, I think it's just a general feeling of guilt. Yeah. It's the same if you're driving along. You see, you know, like a police car turns up. Um, yeah. Behind or in front, you're like, yep. and, and I, I, I just think to myself, yeah, well, nothing to see here. I know I've got my insurance, and uh, and I'm driving at sixty nine point nine miles per hour. Yeah, <laughs> in a thirty. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> no. 
but it's so true. You just mm. think, what what have I done wrong? I've yeah. done nothing wrong. Yeah. yeah. Although, having said that, mm. I know somebody who's just messaged me this morning to say that she got handcuffed trying to go in or out of Thailand. Wow. Yeah. Outstayed out her visa, <laughs> got handcuffed, <laughs> and fined about 80 quid. Hey, is that it, 80 quid? Yeah. I might just outstay my visa somewhere. Then. Yeah. yeah. Have you got the visa? No. Oh. Well, you're already outstaying it. Well, that's true, then. Get out. Well, I've got a visa, visa credit card. Is that, is that, does that count? <laughs> v- visa debit card? Yeah. Maestro? Mm. Solo, do you remember those? Yeah. Solo cards. Are they yeah, still a thing? I don't know. It was like the, the kids' version of the the, uh, the MasterCard debit card. I you say the Mars bar. Well, that's, a, that's a Milky Way. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, what was it? You had, um, oh, Switch, that was it. You had Switch cards. Yeah. And then the kids' version of it was a Solo card. Right. Are they even still a thing? I've never seen I think Visa and MasterCard have just kind of monopolized the whole market. I, have, I have no I idea. I haven't seen a Switch card for I a long know. time. Children's credit cards are not my um, specialist subject. Forte. Well, you have a child. Why does he not have a credit card? Because he's only three. <laughs> <laughs> and? <laughs> What's he going to buy? I'm not seeing a problem. Although no. he does have an AA membership card. Does he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> does, do, now, does he, have, does he have a Tesco Club card? No. Now, because I, I remember when I was like... I don't know, must have been 10 or 11 years old, because mm-hmm. I used to go to school near my local Tesco. Yeah. Um, and I used to pop in, and they used to have club cards just like on, on the shelf, yeah. and we used to go in and steal all the club cards. <laughs> and for about 10 years, I had a club card that wasn't registered to me, and it, yeah. must, it must have had loads of points on it, Yeah, but I never registered it, and then I lost it. I was like, oh, oh man. Oh. But yeah, I used that's, to, a, that's a whole childhood of, of club, uh, club, club points. card points. I know, I used to have one. I you could have bought a house with that. Probably could. Could have MOT'd the car for free, yeah. <laughs> but you know, that's just what happened when you... I don't think they do that anymore. I don't yeah. think they're on a shelf anymore. But yeah, we used to you know, nick a club card every now and again. And go, Look yeah. at me, I've got a Tesco club card. Yeah. It was like the thing to have before you could get your national insurance card. You had to have a Tesco club card. Mm. They don't do those anymore. No, they don't, no. no. I never saw the point of them in the first place. It wasn't a form of identification. They even said on it, this is not proof of age. Yeah. Or proof of ID, you know. Or proof of national insurance. Or proof, or proof of, of anything. Yeah. Or proof of it having just, a piece of plastic. It was just a waste of money. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> Again, the government's good at that. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, have you ever packed three kilos of cocaine and a dead goat in your uh, in your suitcase? Never have I done Never? That. Never. I never have m- less than five or six kilos. <laughs> <laughs> well, 21 kilos is like the, the limit, isn't it? Oh, that's true. The, the, the weight limit for your luggage. So that's a lot of crack you can bring back, let's be fair. <laughs> Just stroll through, nothing to declare. <laughs> nothing, nothing to see here. Don't worry yeah. about it. Can I have a seatbelt extension, please? I've got a lot of crack to bring back. Actually, but you know, maybe just kind of circling back to the whole going through nothing to declare thing. I've just suddenly oh, yeah. thought maybe that's why. So you know, you see these TV shows like called Nothing to Declare or Border Force, or yep. and they you know they find people to take a side and search. Yep. Maybe the ones they're looking for are those who don't look guilty because everyone yep. else is so nervous they're going to get pulled. You know, get pulled to the side. Yeah, yep. the ones that are like super cool, they're like, nah, he's got something. Yep, you know that guy over there, he's got yeah, something. Yeah, you know. Have you seen the Australian one? I think that's nothing, nothing to, to declare, it, I think. Yeah, the, yeah. It's, it's always got a Chinese lady with um, <laughs> like half a half a ham or, or that's it. Whatever, with, 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 with like some, a, some weird some weird kind of fish item. A homemade cling film bag <laughs> with hard boiled <laughs> eggs in it. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you can't bring this in. <laughs> it says on the form you can't bring it in. But 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 it's okay. No, it's not. <laughs> 
What's in the other suitcase? Some kind of rare bird that's been <laughs> made into a souffle. <laughs> well, say some rare bird that's been slaughtered, hung up to dry, and then again wrapped in cling film because cling film protects everything. Apparently, <laughs> wow. I don't know. But again, maybe they're on something. Maybe they do that so they don't mm. find the three kilos of cocaine. In. That could be it. They just, they just seem to have people intent on destroying their ecosystem with weird stuff. Um, now, this next one is... I was talking to a guy at work about this the other yeah. day as well. And I caught myself doing it where I wanted to go... I needed to go off to the I don't know, server room or something. Mm-hmm. And I stood up and I slapped my thighs... Yeah. Pushed myself out of the chair and said, "Right." <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, this is a thing that British people cannot—you know—they can't not do it. Being unable to stand and leave without first saying "right." Exactly, as if to say, "I am leaving now. Yeah, I must go. Yeah. My presence is required elsewhere." <laughs> <laughs> right. But it's so true. You can't just get up and go. No, you can't. No, you, you need to let everyone know that you are leaving. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Give them fair warning. Yeah. <sighs> Any other business? No. Yeah. Good. I'll be. I'll be on my way then. Yes. Goodbye. Yeah. Farewell. I did go through a period once of just simply saying. I'm bored now, and then walking off. Yeah. I thought that was I thought that was hilarious. I've done that before. <laughs> I've done that in meetings. Like, okay, bored now. See ya. <laughs> I've done the opposite, which I quite enjoy, is when you go up to a group, normally friends, can I just interrupt? They'll stop, they'll turn. And then you just go, Yeah, thanks. Yeah, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try that one on Monday. I'm going to try that on Monday at work. <laughs> just right in the middle of someone's conversation, go, sorry, sorry, can I just interrupt? And they're going to, that's it, I'm done. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Oh, should we have some music? Let's go into track number one for today. Numero uno. Would you like today? to introduce this one or shall I? I'd love to if I had the page up. Okay, seeing as I have the page already up. Track number one is uh, it's a new one for us. Mm-hmm. By a band called Substance Abuse. They are a hip hop group. I think mm-hmm. there's two of them. So I say group, duo. That's probably duo. A dynamic duo like Batman and Robin. This is a bit different for us, isn't it? So we don't normally do hip hop. And I'm not a massive hip hop kind of guy, mm-hmm. um, I have to be honest. But when we listened to this earlier. I'm more hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hip. I'm down with the kids, you know. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, so a new hip-hop track, Retweet. like I say, we, we, we quite like this one. So this is from Substance Abuse, featuring, uh, I'm gonna, I'm probably going to say it's completely wrong, AC Alone, that's A-C-E-Y Alone, mm-hmm. um, and this track here is called Bridges. Mm. I'll have a Yoda. Building bridges to spread out like prisms, reflective and see-through. While others in prison sharing walls, it's not equal. Run by devils who see shares and not people. Wanna keep you in the system, watching trauma like drama with the popcorn and twizzlers. But I'm chill, rather trade it for a beer and a vape pen. I hope you hear what I'm saying, cause I ain't playing. No matter how hard the pill or sour the drug is, there's no excuse for being counterproductive. Caught in a vacuum and you power the suction, trying to clean up the mess. Out of a dustbin to grow any light, but don't leave out the loving because we gotta get over before we go under. You wanna cross the bridge, but you ain't got the toll. You wrote some balls to spit, but you ain't got the soul. You like to talk a 
hop in the lanes and get the falling down. Don't forget that part of the game. But many just like to cross it and they set it aflame. Now ain't it a shame? It's a common gap in rap. All the generations got his handicapped. Perhaps the ones who paved the road and go still have to pay the whole toll one way or another. It's facts. We lack pulling it more together even though we need to. The great divide, something that we can see too. But I promise you, I will never leave you abandoned. I stand in unity with the people. Bridge the size old and the young and the people that sleep up under roof. I'm lightning and thunder when the stomachs are still rumbling. They all want to fight. Just scrapping for crumbs because they cannot get a bite. It's sad. On the other hand, I ain't even mad. Get it? How you live it like I live in the lab? They show me love. I take it like it's all you can grab. And then I give it right back because it's all that I have. You want to cross the bridge, but you ain't got the toll. You wrote some balls to spit, but you ain't got the soul. You like to talk a grip, but you ain't on a roll. You like the calls and chips, but you ain't got the toll. You want to floss and chips, but you don't have the green. Substance Abuse by Bridges, featuring... However you say that like that last name. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. AC Alone. A- AC Alone. AC Alone. A-C-E-Y-A-L-O-N-E. I was going to say AC Alone. AC Alone. So I'm sure Substance Abuse will be in touch to tell us otherwise. <laughs> Close brackets. <laughs> but definitely not our usual cup of tea, really, is it? No. What did you think? I I I don't mind it. No, I don't mind it. As hip hop goes, I thought that was a, all right. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, I'm not a big hip hopper. No, big bopper, hip hopper, big hopper, hip hopper, orange peel. So uh, anyway, so what what is it like to be British? Well, it's interesting you should ask me that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so we've had nothing to declare. Yeah, and we've had saying right. Yes, or when we get up to leave. I, I'm bored, I'm getting out of here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, bored now. 
Okay, so not hearing someone for the third time, so laughing and hoping for the best. You, I'm sorry, what? I said not hearing someone for the third time, so laughing and hoping for the best. I I totally missed that. Uh, yeah. Not hearing someone for the third time and just laughing and hoping for the best. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Nice little <laughs> bit of role play there. Yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> So bad. Oh dear, oh dear. But yes, no, I, I agree with that. And mm. and it, it kind of ties in with I'm pretty sure it's on the list somewhere else. It's like it, it makes me angry. Really? It makes me angry that they haven't been clearer. How dare you put me into that situation? See, I think but this has been something that's been quintessential quintessentially British for a very long time. And mm. it goes alongside there's another one that's in the list somewhere, I think, mm. where it's you you know, someone tells you their name. Mm. And you go, no, I'm sorry, I missed that. And they go, yeah. oh, it's, it's blah, blah, blah. And you're like, no, I still miss And, yeah. you know. <laughs> I, um, and and you come to that realisation that, I don't know what your name is. I can never ask again. Hopefully somebody <laughs> will call you by it. But otherwise, I'm just going to have to call you yeah. chap. Well, we, we come to this later <laughs> on. So hopefully either later on this episode or in the next episode, we'll talk about this. Yeah. But it's that it's been a quintessentially British problem for a long time, mm. which I think I've managed to overcome. Yeah. Because I just turn around and people just go, for God's sake, just open your mouth and talk properly. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Write it down. Look, there's some paper and a pen. Write down what you're trying to say. Yeah. Because I hate this. Like you say, I get actually angry at people yeah. when I can't understand what they're talking about. Or I can. Because they do, they just go, oh, and you're like, what? <laughs> Slowly, please? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, in English? Or, yeah. or that's the other thing. I'll just be like, can I get a translation for that? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I wouldn't say that to somebody who had actually spoken to me in a foreign language. Obviously, yeah. You know, I, I'd be a bit more sensitive <laughs> than that, but. <laughs> You know, colleagues at work, they'll, they'll just be like, you know, just waffling on. Mm, and I'm yeah. like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what? <did> you, what? <laughs> Do you remember in the last series, Chiloy? Yeah, Chiloy, yeah. Chiloy. I was thinking about Chiloy the other day. I don't know why, but I was thinking about Chiloy the other day. Yeah. Chiloy sauce. Yeah. Chiloy sauce. Do you want some Chiloy sauce? Yeah. Chiloy. I it... genuinely didn't know what Chiloy was. Yeah. It's like when you go to to Leeds and they ask for a litre and you're like, a litre of a what? Yeah, they actually mean a lighter. Really? Yeah. Oh. You know, I can never I know, you just get ridiculous. Isn't Stupid it? accents. Yeah. Everyone should speak the Queen's English. Yeah. Don't mumble. Yeah, don't. Yeah. Speak up, but not too up. Come yes. on, we're British. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can't upset the neighbours. <laughs> so, oh, yes, yeah. that's definitely one of the. I hate that. So, oh. what, so, what we actually need to do then is when you get into that situation mm-hmm. and you have, still haven't understood them for the third time, just turn your back on them. Just turn around. I mean, turn you back on them uh, figuratively as well. Yeah, that's it. They're dead to you from then on. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> g- g- give them the pff, whatever. You know, wave, wave them off. You know, and just turn your back on them, and, yeah. and, and eventually they'll come around and mm. you know speak slower. Also, I think everybody should wear a name badge. Yes. <laughs> also, with it spelt phonetically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> come on, good. give 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 people a chance. That's a right. good idea. <clears throat> But yeah, so yeah, that's definitely a, a very British problem, that yeah. one. Here's another classic. Uh-huh. Saying, anywhere here's fine, when mm. the taxi's directly outside your house. Yeah. To be fair, though, I again, I don't think I've ever had that. I understand, I get it. Because mm-hmm. I've been in that situation where you just go, you know, especially like if the road's busy, you just go, oh, anywhere here's fine, just, what, yeah. just pull yeah. over and yeah. I'll pay you, you know. Mm. And then they keep driving, you're just like, mm. pull over! You know, especially <laughs> when you're watching the clock and it's dead on a fiver or a tenner. 
and you're like, if you keep driving, it's going to go to ten pound twenty. Oh yeah, and I don't have twenty p. Yeah, so just pull over and do it now. <laughs> I'm always tempted to do, especially in London, especially in central London. So you're driving around yeah. and you're thinking, my God, it's clicking, 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 <laughs> clicking, clicking, clicking. I'm trying to work out at what point do I say stop? I'll walk the rest of the way. Yes. Right, we we reached we reached that threshold of yeah. I'm prepared to pay for this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you oh. just could you do that thing where you you know you pay them in in say you've got you know twenty quid on you. Mm-mm. And it ticks over £10. Yeah. So you just go, right, well, now I've got to give him a £20 note or two £10 notes. Yeah. And he's got to fart around with change. But yeah. in any other situation, I'd be like, don't worry, just keep the change. But I'm not losing over £9 in change. Well, no, exactly. Just by saying, yeah, also, keep you're, the change. You're not going to stump, like, say, for example, you did that and you're going to tip. Yeah. You'd be like, well, it seems a bit rotten, doesn't it? Or yeah. you, you add a few quid, a couple of quid, or something like that. Exactly. If it's anything over nine pounds yeah. and it's a ten pound fare, <laughs> well, no, anything over nine pounds yeah. and you've got a tenner, yeah. that's fine. That's keep like the change. Yeah, yeah, keep the change. Yeah, there's only five pence left, but keep the change. Yeah. You're walking out a king. <laughs> if you, <laughs> I've changed this man's life with five pence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pass it on. Do good work. But yeah. if. <laughs> If it if it turns out to be like uh, ten pounds and five pence, yeah. like the other way around, it's like, well, what do I add to that? Yeah. I'm not going to give him ten pounds and five pence. No, and but at the same time, I'm not going to give him an extra fiver. Yeah, no, because I'm not giving him four pound four pound ninety five tip. No, 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 it's off. No, no, <laughs> you, can have, you can have ten pounds and fifty pence. There you yeah. are. It's ten guineas instead. <laughs> Cheerio. He's, he's half a crown. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but when it comes to like, you know, going home, I mean, I don't get mm. taxis very often, mm. but I'm usually like, you, well in advance, I'm looking out the window, I'm like, see that car there? Yeah. Stop there. Yeah. Because that's usually outside my door. Oh, well, I thought you were going to say, see that car there? Follow that car. Yeah, follow that car. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to do that. I've never done that. You know what? The next time we're in London, yeah. we're doing that. Okay. <laughs> We're so doing that. Do we just? We'll record ourselves. But we're just going to jump in. Follow my car. We'll probably point out a milk float. It'll be so boring. <laughs> a delivery cyclist. I have, I have used a taxi. For, I won't tell you what the story was before. I'll tell you off air. Yeah. But I have used a taxi to make an escape. <laughs> what? Did, did you jump in and go? Just drive. Just drive. Literally, yes. Where do, you, where do you want to go? Daniel, just go! <laughs> I literally have done that, yeah. Oh, dear. What a, what a day that was. Um. <laughs> it does remind me of, um, I think it was Ed, Ed Byrne did a... a, a I think you going to say Ed the Duck. Not Ed the Duck, no. Um, Ed, Ed Byrne did a, a thing where he's just like he gets into a taxi and he's like, oh, I want to go to, to Muzzle Hill. Yeah. And the taxi driver's like, I don't want to go, I don't go that far. <laughs> And he goes, oh, okay, so where do you want to go then? And the driver's like, that's not how it works. Uh, Ed was like, well, that's what I thought. Muzzle Hill, please. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> one day I want to be able to use that line. One yeah, day. One day. One day it will come. I think the thing is, with a taxi, you are contracting them to go from a particular place to a particular place. Yeah, yeah. But you've still kind of got that, well, I'm kind of easygoing. Yeah. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> True. Anyway, it's fine. But that's it again. I'm, maybe it's just... Me evolving, I don't yeah. know, becoming more American, I don't know. Yeah, just, just with this whole thing of, I don't like taking shit from people, mm. especially a taxi driver. Mm. I'm just like, no, you stop there. Mm. Not mm. not down the road, here. <laughs> stop here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Um, yeah. Should we have one more? Let's have one more for some more music. One more before music. So, um, 
And I've done this so many times. When you're on the train home and you've just gone past the penultimate stop before yours. Mm-hmm. So you start to, you know, messing around with your bag or your coat mm-hmm. or your, you know, you just nudge the person next to you and go, mm-hmm. I just want to get my bag down from up there. And this is a good 15, 20 minutes before you arrive at your station. And it's just to prepare the person in the seat next to you. Yeah. You are about to leave. So they are prepared to get up and let you out. Being sure to start touching your bag 15 minutes before your station. Yep. So the person in the aisle seat is fully prepared for your exit. Exactly that. Now, I've done this so many times. Mm-hmm. Well, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. The next one, it says, repeatedly pressing the door button on the train before it's illuminated. Yeah. Just to assure that for your fellow passengers or your fellow commuters that you have the situation well in hand. <laughs> And again, I've if you done this, I've done this. Well, I've I'm just, done I'm, that, yeah, because it seems like an age before the thing comes on. It goes bing bing, and you can press the button and it yeah, opens. Yeah, yeah, so you yeah. sit there, ta- you know, you like that. Well, you're, like, you're like tapping the thing. I know, but you've got but you usually have a button on both sides. Yes, and what you don't want, you want to be the one that touches the button. Just sitting there guarding both of them like that. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Like yeah. That, click, 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 you, don't want, you don't want somebody else to to t- do the button when you've been stood there. Yeah, exactly. You, you have got the situation in hand. Yeah. you're like there. You you know what the situation is. It's a it's a fi- fists on hips. I'm in control here. Yeah. I have everything in hand. Yeah. No no need to worry, citizens. Yeah. I, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. But in the old days, when mm. I say the old days, not that old, I remember it, the way of showing that you got the situation in hand was to practically be out of the train before it stopped. It's like the door is open <laughs> while the train is still moving. <laughs> so I remember them. Right, stops coming up. Right, window yeah. down, arm out. There we go. Yeah. I'm going to open this door. I used to love those trains. Now, I miss, when I was a kid growing up in mm. London, mm. we used to get the train to the sea, and we used to have you know the old clacky doors. Yeah. You know, little compartments with a corridor and all that. It yeah, was yeah, great. Yeah. And I love just the sound of those doors, mm. like when the train's about to depart, and yeah. you know the guy blows his whistle, and everyone closes the doors. Click, and goes, click, 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 click. I yeah, love yeah. that noise, yeah. and I miss that. I, I really miss, miss that. I miss that. I miss the old days. I, I'd like a time. Would you like a time machine? I'd love a time machine. I would absolutely love a time machine. Mm. We could take some sort of mobile recording equipment with us, yeah, and we could go back in time. Yeah, we could. If only a time machine existed. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I was thinking we could take a smartphone with us and go, look at this, and everyone would be like that. Whoa. Yeah, that's We'd probably right. be burned at the stake for being witches or something. We would be. I mean, probably not in the <laughs> In the 90s. late 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The internet wasn't the thing back then, oh, so. That's true, true, true. <laughs> but there is one more train thing to talk about that's okay. on this list, and it's yep. a bit further down. So you're sat on the train. Yep. On for your commute home, mm-hmm. you've got a bag of crisps in front of you, yep. and then someone comes and sits next to you, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, that bag of crisps now has to wait until you get home. Yeah, it's, it's it's awful, and mm-hmm. I've done it with cans of drink, bottles mm-hmm. of drink. I'm sitting there like, mm-hmm. I want to drink this, yeah. but you've just sat next to me, so yeah. now I can't, <laughs> because <laughs> it's going to make too much noise, mm-hmm. you're going to be looking at me whilst mm-hmm. I'm glugging away, or, yeah. or chewing on crisps, going... <laughs> yeah. Or scratching yourself in intimately. Exactly, yeah. 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 Well, I don't do that a lot, ish. <laughs> maybe, maybe I do. I don't know. When you had the separate carriages, well, the separate carriages were great. <laughs> do what you like, you know, clacking doors. Yeah. Um, but on the other side was the sliding door, mm. and you could pop your head out and have a look in the corridor. Yeah, yeah. Who's there? Who's yeah. there? Who's there? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Waiting for the conductor to come down so you mm-hmm. knew when to jump out mm-hmm. of the train. <laughs> 
Interestingly, I'm just going to cover one more because it's another train one. Go ahead. It's, it's, British love the train, yeah. let's be honest. <laughs> Trains and weather. That's what yeah. it's all about. <laughs> this is the one. The huge sense of relief after your perfectly valid train ticket is accepted by the inspector. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, because you did. It's, it's like the whole nothing to declare thing. You're yeah, like, it's the same unnecessary guilt. Yeah, that that unnecessary anxiety. Like, mm. I know my ticket's valid. Yeah, yeah I'm worried he's going to go. Sorry, you need to get off. You're like, yeah, come on. Sorry, you, you need to get off. Uh, where there'll be a police officer waiting for you. Yeah. This is this isn't an invalid ticket. This is a hate crime. Yeah. You're going down, Sonny. Yeah, exactly uh. that. Exactly that. <laughs> or, uh, oh dear. So. The, the horror of someone you only half know saying, oh, I'm getting that train too. God! <laughs> anyway, let's move away from all things British for, for a moment or two. Um, sure. Because we're going to be talking to a guest. Yes, coming up shortly, we have a very special guest coming onto the show. GW from Killing Miley. But before that, this track I've got for you is Hold That Thought. Baby, that's just how it goes. 
And that was Hold That Thought by Killing Miley. And we have a special guest on the show all the way from Indiana, USA. Uh, on the phone, of course, because he couldn't fly. Yeah, I can't afford to pay for him to fly here. It's uh, GW, one half of Killing Miley. Hello, GW, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. How are you guys doing today? Good, thank you very much. How Good. are you? How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm fantastic. <laughs> fantastic, indeed. <laughs> so, um, today on the show, GW, we've been talking about uh, what, it, what it's like to be British and some of the things and the challenges that us British people face. <laughs> First world problems. Yeah, total first world <laughs> problems. Um, so I'm interested to kind of share some of these with you and see if they kind of translate into the US um, and whether you find um, yourself or you know of other people that have found themselves in these situations, if that's okay with you. Um, sure. Wicked. <laughs> you don't sound too sure. It's happening anyway. But it's well, gonna... <laughs> it's really hard to hear you guys now. We'll... Oh, we lost him. Oh, are you still there? We're, we're reconnecting. That's yeah, fine. Hello, can you hear us? Yeah, sorry. Um, internet connection in America is not very good. Oh, I was wondering if it was us. I've even turned off the Wi-Fi on my phone, and I'm using my 4G connection now, just in case. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I had to re, I had to reconnect. It, it might happen again. I don't know. Sometimes around between ten and one o'clock here, my mm. internet gets iffy. Oh, ah. okay. So if it happens again, I'll call you right back. Okay. <laughs> That's fine, my friend. That's fine. No worries. Well, we'll um, we'll uh, pick up where we left off. So I don't know whether this happened to you. It's happened to me all every time I've flown. Every single time I've I've been on an aircraft. Uh, when you get off and you collect your bag and you go through customs, that you worry that for some reason you've accidentally packed three kilograms of cocaine and a dead goat, and yet you still need to go through the nothing to declare aisle. There's just this anxiety that exists around that. Um, has that ever happened to you? Uh, it's never happened to me personally, no. But I think there's always an anxiety when you're getting off of an airplane, you know, over here in America as well as anywhere else. Well, yeah. I, was, I guess uh, I, I imagine probably more America than anywhere else because you're very tight on security over yeah. there. Very, very gun heavy. Yeah, yeah very, very, very gun ho. Yeah. Very, 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 very gunny. Yeah. Very gunny over there. <laughs> do, do, do you own a weapon yourself? Um, I actually do. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a nine millimeter handgun. Oh, right, very good. Wow. So, because uh, you're in Indiana, in in the United States. Um, yes. What are the? Uh, uh, we're going completely off topic here, oh, but I'm, I'm yeah. genuinely interested <laughs> now. Because um, right, I've got a friend who lives in uh, Pennsylvania, who and I think they've got concealed carry laws in Pennsylvania. And I'm wondering what the situation yes. is in Indiana as well. Do you have something similar? Yeah, you uh, to be able to carry it on your person, you have to have a permit. Yeah. Fair enough. Excellent. We we have so so many you know gun laws over here. It's just not worth even trying to get one. It's a completely different culture. Um, we're we're not packing any heat today. Not packing any heat. <laughs> <laughs> we're not we're not going to be popping any caps in any no. any of these asses. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it, it's that old story though, isn't it? Yeah, there's a, a British guy in America and he meets a, an American police officer mm -hmm. and he's like, oh, you're from you're from England, and the British guy's like, yeah, yeah. But the police don't carry guns. Well, no, that we're not into that. And the the police officer says, "So how does the police shoot anybody? Because the police don't have guns over here, unless they're in the armed section, of course. Of course. Anyhow, anywho, so anyway. so there's that one. Um, yes. Completely off track there. We're good at this. So if you listen to our show regularly, you'll realise that we go off on a tangent very regular. Uh, we don't stick to what we're supposed to say ever. <laughs> Oh, it makes it a great show, though. I didn't know about you until um, 
you hit me up on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would have been listening for a while, you know. <laughs> and ever since, listened, you know, I, I, I love the show. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> so here's the next thing oh, that, yeah. that makes us quintessentially British, right? Mm-hmm. So we, we have this ability that whenever we stand up to go anywhere, we have to say the word right. Just to <laughs> to announce to the world that we are standing up and leaving. Uh, we can't do it without saying right. Now, d- does that happen where you are, or do people just get up and walk away without saying anything? You know, people get up and walk walk away without saying anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people get up, and when they walk away, they say, I'm out. <laughs> I, now, I use that one every day at work. I'm just like, that's it, I'm done, I'm out, goodbye. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I think that's pretty popular around here. Fantastic. Or peace. People yeah. say peace. They get up to leave and they're like, peace. Yeah. Peace out. I like it. All right, then. So um, that's a couple of new ones we can start using. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to use peace more often, I think. Peace. Yeah. Any uh, British things you'd like to mention, Ted? Well, taxis. If we're getting in the taxi, let me tell you how it works. We get the taxi home, and the taxi driver will come quite close to home or wherever we're going. Even if it's right outside your actual door, where you want to be, you'll say to the taxi driver, yeah, anywhere here is fine. And you'll be more than happy for them to carry on for a number of yards before they actually stop, (laughs) rather than actually direct them to where you really, really want to be. Do you do that? Uh, I think people in America kind of, they get a little upset. They, they want to stop right here, right now, <laughs> yeah. right in front of my house. If you, could, if you could just pick me up and put me on my couch physically, that'd be great. Oh, brilliant. I'll be honest, I'm exactly the same. But again, it's that British thing of, I feel like maybe it's because we just have to be, we feel like we have to be polite. Yeah. Not that I'm saying you're rude or anything, mm, GW, mm, you know. Yeah. Um, but it, it's that British politeness where it's like, mm. yeah, just stop whenever you feel like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry about me and I'm, what I want. I'm, it's whatever you want. I'm already putting this taxi driver out yeah. by taking them to somewhere that they don't live. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, I'll tell you what. Thank you very much for that. I, I, I appreciate. it It's good to get a, an insight into uh, how things happen uh, on the other side. Well, more or less the other side of the world. Mm. Anyway, let's move on to the music, shall we? So the track we've just had was "Hold That Thought." Tell us a little bit about it. So, what's the inspiration for for "Hold That Thought"? Well, that one was written in 2009, and it actually was my favorite one that we did. You know, I actually enjoyed that song. I really liked it. Uh-huh. I like all the musical parts that I'd put together, you know, for it. And Dan's lyrics were fantastic. And so I was actually really excited when we made that one our second release. You mm. know, I was ready to get into that. I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." You know, and I, I really like the song. I don't know that it's a hit, but it I don't know. That song just kind of grew on me. It's definitely a hit on the Tuesday you know? show. I really like mm-hmm. it. So tell us a bit more about Killing Miley as a, as a band. Well, me and Dan, we used to live together, and it was very easy to just come up with a new song over and over and over, you know. Uh, but then he moved uh, one state over to Illinois, and, you know, I kind of stayed in the area here in Indiana. And, you know, he went on with his life. I went on with mine. And so we were separated for a number of years mm-hmm. and uh, we couldn't get together and do anything really. And so we we started playing together in another band right. in 2018. And we just decided that, you know, hey, why don't we do our Killing Miley project, you know, and actually you know, record the songs and make them some quality and and release them worldwide and see what happens. 
Nice. And that's what we started doing in September. Oh, so we're talking like September last year then. Yeah. And you really picked it back up and, and kept it. So wow, like nearly 10 years later. Yeah, what a story. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So um, how did you and Dan, obviously Dan's not with us today, um, how did the two of you meet and kind of start the, the writing process? It was probably about 15 years ago, I would imagine. Uh, I needed a singer for a band that I had started. Mm-hmm. And just a, a girl at work was like, hey, I mean, have you ever heard of this guy? His name's Dan Schickler. And I actually know Dan's older brother. Right. He was more my age, but I didn't really know Dan, you know. And she gave me a, a demo CD of him when he was like 17 or 18, just, you know, playing on a guitar and singing lyrics that he had written and uh, recorded, with, you know, wherever. And I was like, that's the guy. That's who I want right there. Fantastic. And then I had to track him down. <laughs> and I found him. Uh, I, I probably was like a stalker. I found him at his work. <laughs> you just turned up. Hello. <laughs> yeah. And I just kind of show up at a job one day. And I'm like, hey, you know, and he already knew who I was because of his older brother and yeah, whatever. Right. And so, you know, we just started talking. He joined the band and started doing lyrics. The first song uh, he and I ever wrote together was uh, Still, which is one I'm going to send you. All right, cracking. And it, uh, that was years ago, and we just ended up using it for Killing Miley because we wrote it together in the first place. Uh-huh. And so um, we hit it off. And, and 15 short years later, here yeah. you are. <laughs> yeah, here we are, 15 <laughs> short years later. Yeah. Well, I'll say here's here's to the next fifteen, and yeah. hoping that you can you know keep churning out the the good tunes. Oh well, we're going to certainly try. Yeah. So, are you um are you going out gigging at all? Not yet. Okay. We we we're trying to figure out the logistics of it because there is only two of us. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so you know, do we want to try to find the rest of a band? And I don't think that's something we need to do right now. Yeah. Right. You know, because we're still trying to you know, piece together what we're doing, mm. you know, write our song. We like to have our songs our way. And sometimes you go in, including other people, you know, it tends to change your ideas. Not that that's a bad thing. Mm. You know, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just when we write a song, we like it to be our way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, Cause we, I hear it a certain way in my head and he hears it away in his head. And for some reason we can do that together very well. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I, gotta, you know, I guess you'll always so, get the creative differences. Uh, with other band members and such anyway so right you know and i'm not saying that's a negative thing at all i mean mm. it's just in the position that we're in right now it's best for just two of us yeah, yeah. so that presents the problem with if we go out to gig you know how do we how do we play these songs you know we have options we can you know i can go back in and take out the lyrics and the lead guitar and all of that and we can have backing tracks mm-hmm. yep or we can go go for it, you know, acoustically. Yeah. But the the problem with that is, if they want to buy our CD or they want to download our songs or something, it's not acoustic that way. So they're, I mean, some people would think that was great. Yeah. You know, hey, we get to see it live like this, and then we get to listen to it, you know, on the, on the radio or CD or whatever, mm. with a with a full band, you mm. know. But we just haven't yeah. figured out exactly what we're doing yet. Yeah, you can't that. just have session players because they won't necessarily do it the way you want it. Right. So what's the what's the dynamic so, at the moment then? So you said Dan is the 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 lyricist and vocalist. What's your role within the band and um, and then how do you get the other elements that you require, you know, that either of you two don't do? Um, okay. So what, what we do is, uh, I do the, the, I'm the recording engineer and mm-hmm. basically the producer. So a lot of the songs I have to relearn how to play because it's been 10 years, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'll go through our old demo and, you know, relearn the songs. Then I just, I, I use a basic drum beat on my computer 
that is in the right tempo and I'll start recording, you know, and then after that, I take the drums and I turn them into a MIDI file and start making them the way I want them to be. You right. know, like there's a real drummer there. And if we, you know, if we want to record in a bigger studio, I, I'm actually a drummer as well. So I can play everything you hear in the recordings. I could, I could produce live right, you know, okay. myself, mm -hmm. but I play all the guitars, the bass, uh, you know, I, I play that to the song, you know, yeah, yeah. I play all the parts and I put together the, the whole song or a basic idea. I may not, I, I kind of tend to do the drums while I'm waiting on his vocals to be done. Right. So I'll give him a basic idea. You know, the whole, it's the whole song, only the drums are just a, just basically a click track. Right. Gotcha. And then I email it to Dan because he still lives in Illinois. Mm. I will email it to Dan and a few days later, he'll email me the vocals. So what and you, then I put them into the computer. Nice. So what you actually need need then is uh, to be one of these one-man band types where you've got you know, a set of drums on your back and you kick your feet out to, to play the drums <laughs> and you, you need two extra arms so you can play a bass and a, a lead at the same time. Yeah. And then, then that's your gig sorted, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I need. Yeah. Like uh, Dick Van Dyke in uh, Mary Poppins. Absolutely, yeah. 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 Mary yes. Poppins. Oh, you've got to do the, the, the really bad British accent as well. <laughs> Hello, Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> so assuming it's not um dick van dyke in uh, mary poppins who who would you say your um your kind of inspirations are music wise anybody you look to um well we we have a, a grungy sound you know we sound kind of kind of like we're stuck in the 90s yeah right. you know <laughs> um <laughs> i would say a big influence for me and dan both of us yeah it would be nirvana for sure okay nirvana yeah. you know they that was that was my music of choice you know and, and his as well and it's a good you know, we, all the mm. bands that kind of are like that mm. you know you got Soundgarden and you got pearl jam and mm. you know you got all of those the greats you know as we see it when we write a song it just kind of sounds that way yeah yeah. Without you know, we don't do it on purpose. It's just how it is. But one of my major influences, as far as guitar goes, would be Metallica. Okay. You know the, the guitar leads and stuff. I really, you know, without without Metallica, I, they changed my life. I I didn't realize they had albums, lots of albums before the Black album because I was yep. so young. Yeah, yeah. And I so I get a hold of the Black album and I listen to Inner Sandman. Uh -huh. And I'm like, wow, yeah. <laughs> that's what I want to do right there. <laughs> you know, I want to play guitar like that. Yeah. You know, and then people are like, oh man, that's nothing. You should check out their older stuff. And then mm. it was really on. You know. Um, yeah. So I would say that you know, as far as I go, without trying to speak for Dan, um, Metallica and Nirvana and you know, Pearl Jam and, you know, all, Weezer. I love Weezer. So does okay. Dan. You yeah. know, they've just got that raw alternative grunge sound. And that's kind of where we fit. Yeah. So you, you say that and, and all those bands that you've mentioned, they're all bands that I listened to, you know, when I was younger, when I was, you know, in secondary school, I guess you'd call it high school. Um, you know, growing up, and all my friends were the same, and everyone wore black and painted their fingernails black, and you know all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. that, that's the crowd I hung, I hung around with, but I didn't do any of that. I was just in it for the music. And like you say, it's yeah. they are the classic greats of the '90s and early 2000s. Mm. They really are. They really are, and and you know they they definitely shaped me and the way I I play music. 
Yeah. You know, I I mean, I've been fired from from bands for being too grungy when they're trying to be more <laughs> modern. You know, I'm like, I can't yeah. help it. You know, that's just me. Music is nothing without you know, a fat riff underneath it. <laughs> you need a fat beat underneath it. That's what you need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You've picked your era and you're sticking with it. That's yeah. it. That's where that's where music stops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> too right. Well, let's say you can ask my mum the same. She'll say it stopped in the 80s. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Cool. All right, then. So we'll move on. Um, so we've got another track to play. Um, and like I said, I'd like you to introduce it, if that's all right. Um, it's The Long Road is the next track we're going to play. So um, tell us a little bit about that, um, and then give us a, a good intro, and then uh, and then we'll, we'll give it a listen. Okay. Well, Long Road is actually different than all the rest. Um, that song was actually re- written last week. Well, the, the week before it was released. So it was released on Tuesday, Fantastic. the 19th. Okay, so the week before that, we actually wrote, that's a new one, a mm-hmm. brand new one. You know, we, that's not anything we already had. Uh, I actually had to get a bass from somebody, right. and it was in real bad shape. And so I was, like, working on it, you know, setting the, the strings and everything, trying to get it where I can use it for recording. And mm-hmm. I just started jamming, and that's the riff I started playing. I was like, cool, I like this, you know. So I grabbed my acoustic guitar, because I usually write on the acoustic, so I have to get the amps out and plug it all up and, you know, get the rocking in my house. (laughs) (laughs) So, so you know, I grabbed an acoustic, and I was like, man, you know, that would be this on that. And then I started jamming it, and I just put together a whole song, and, you know, a couple days later, I was like, damn, I've got this this song I put together. It's brand new. What do you think? And I just recorded it on my phone, just me playing it on the acoustic and sent it to him and he got right back with me and was like i've already got lyrics for that nice and so i recorded it you know just a couple days later sent it to him and he sent me the lyrics back right away or the vocals and we put it together and and uh, had it released in a very short time in my opinion that song would be about accepting yourself right you know but we all want to be recognized for something you know we want we want to be known for something but we also want to be ourselves. we don't want to be somebody else to be recognized you know you want to Stay true to yourself, mm-hmm. you know, while you're in your journey, and I, I think that's what. When I hear that the, that song, that's what I think. So, for you individually, if you like, but certainly all the stuff for your band, where can people go and find you and your music? You know, how can they get a hold of it? Um, all right, well, we're on all major music platforms: Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google. Um, you can find any of them that way. YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to find us ourselves, where you can you know talk to us, you would find us on Twitter at Killing Miley, yeah. Instagram at Killing Miley Music One, or Facebook just Killing Miley. Wicked, uh, and I'm sure all our listeners will be jumping all over that mm-hmm. to uh, go and grab your music and, uh, and you know support uh, the smaller, you know support the little guy because the little guy needs help every now and again, don't they? <laughs> That's for sure. C- CJ has no idea what it's like to be a little guy. No, I'm. It's I'm been a-, a long time since he. Uh... It was little. Yeah, I've I've always been big. <laughs> big. Okay, so yeah, if you can give us a uh, you know a grand intro to to your latest song, then we'll uh, we'll play it out and and that that'll be us. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much for mm. for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. Oh no problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's brilliant. This is GW with Killing Miley, and I would like to introduce to you our brand new release, Long Road, on the CJ and Ted Tuesday Show.
And that's Killing Miley with Long Road. Great track and chats with GW. GW. Shame Dirty Dan can join us as well, yeah. but hey, you can't win them all. Cannot win them all. So yeah, ah. there we go. I hope everybody enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. Mm. You got an interesting take on uh, on British problems as well. Yes, he does. Now here's another British problem. Yep. I'll read what it says on the on the screen here. Okay. Waiting for permission to leave after paying for something with the exact change. <laughs> and it does tie them into another one that's on there as well, mm. of, um, of where it says being able, being unable to pay for something with the exact change mm. without saying, "I think that's right." Yeah. Now, I could also bring this into the modern age, because mm. not many people really carry cash with them anymore. No. In a lot of places, they take Apple Pay, which I can pay through on my watch. Okay. Because I have an Apple Watch. Yep. Because I'm a nerd. Mm-hmm. But it's the same with contactless. So when you, when contactless first came out, you just tap and go. That was it. It was done. Yep. You know? But obviously, since they've increased the limits, it's now £30 maximum. Mm. It doesn't just accept the, the card. It now does the whole dial out and or approve the transaction thing. Right. So now you've got this thing where you tap with your contactless, mm. and you're then left uncomfortably sitting there waiting for them to go, yes, that's fine. <laughs> you know, and you're just like, uh, okay. Yeah. I'd, if I'd have just given you cash, this would have been mm. easier. Mm. Yeah, mm. there's been less awkward if I just gave you money. <laughs> What's interesting is the fact that you're supposed to tap on the, on the thing. Yeah. Well, if you're tapping on it, it's not contactless, is it? Exactly. Yeah. I think you can hover over it. Yeah. But it does say tap or yeah. swipe. Doesn't I tell you, it's quite handy at the petrol station at, at, at night. Yeah, because they can just put it on up against the window yes. and just tap on the window. Yeah, yeah, that's quite good. Well, unless you're filling with more than thirty pounds of fuel. Yeah, so just, just don't. No, there's yeah, true. Yeah. Then again, see now this is something I wish I asked GW. Yeah, pay at pump mm-hmm. um, is cropping up everywhere. Yep. Um, and I think it was something that maybe Tesco started it. I'm not sure. But anyway, you've been able to do this thing in Tesco's for mm-hmm. years. So, like, the day before payday, you've got a couple of quid in your account, but you need to put petrol in your car. Mm-hmm. So you go to pay at pump. Yeah. And it only takes a one pound out of your account mm-hmm. and then does the rest of it later on. Yeah. So, and it still does this to mm-hmm. this day. But I should have asked you if they have this, a similar thing in the US where right. you can just like, you know, just do a pay pump, but it only takes, you know, one dollar out of your account. Yeah. And then processes the rest because I do this all the time. Oh, so 24 hour um, interest free loan. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's, That's it. Cool. I'm, I'm literally, you know, buying fuel on credit. <laughs> <laughs> I have a credit of fuel. <laughs> but I do this all the time because, I mean, I tend to like, you know, fill my car up on a Sunday night after yep. the radio show. Yeah. So. And I'm not going to BP. They're too expensive. Uh-huh. I go to Tesco's. Um, so I do pay at pump. Yep. And a couple of times I've been like, I don't have enough money to actually pay for your full tank of fuel. <laughs> <laughs> but I know... Do if you I, not read the signs that say, please ensure that you've got uh, sufficient funds? <laughs> exactly. I hear they're changing it. I hear they're, doing, they're, they're now changing it so it does actually like pre-approve the whole amount. Yeah, right. Especially if you actually... Because te- you can now tell the machines how much you want to put in and yeah, things like yeah, that. But yeah, I don't yeah. do that. Um, but I think as to do it, where yeah, it pre-approves like a hundred quid out of your account yeah. to make sure you've got the money to pay for yeah. it. But Tesco's haven't caught on to that one yet. Yeah. So they still need to charge a, charge a quid. I'm like, yeah. yes, charge a pound. <laughs> but maybe that is a quintessentially British you, thing as well. Because you put your card in, it says okay, approved for ninety nine pounds. Yeah, exactly. Think, oh great. Well, I'll take my card out and I'm going out tonight if That's I've it. got ninety nine pounds. <laughs> exactly. <But> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just find some jerry cans and fill them up as well and sell the fuel on the black market. Well, that's one way of doing it. The, um, but I mean, this was the case with checks as well. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, 
you can pay for your fuel with a check. No. Within the, the amount on your check guarantee. Yeah, yeah. You could fall foul if you went over that. But yeah, yeah within check guarantee. Yeah. My check guarantee was... Then go to, the next pe- go to the next petrol station with your... And get yep. more fuel with you within your check guarantee. Just buy everything with checks. Yep. And never pay for anything. I know. And then burn the stubs, <laughs> close the account, run yep. away. That's it, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, before they have time to, to process them. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. So, yeah, I th- and I do wonder if that's, you know, kind of a very British problem. You know, mm. the fact that you have to pay, you know, you've got no money in your account except for that one pound to do pay at pump. Mm. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> Yes. How did we get onto that? Uh, from um, uh, paying for things with the exact change. Yes. And then waiting for permission to leave. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, can I go? Do now? you know? I I went through a period of thinking, do you know what? Screw it. I can count. Yeah. And and just going. There you go. There's a just, there's a handful of change. Just chuck it on the I, counter. I, I didn't throw it on the counter. I give it. I you know hand it over, mm. and then just walk away confident. Yeah. That I got it right. Exactly. But I found it difficult. <laughs> you feel bad, don't you? I, I like, was walking away thinking, if I'm 10 pence short, yeah. they're going to say, excuse me, you're 10 pence short. I'll be halfway out of the shop. This yeah. is going to look bad. Yeah, I'm going to look like some sort of felon. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I found it really difficult to, to actually do it and not feel very, very anxious. Yeah. yeah, it's the same with the, I think that's right. Yeah, It's like, I want to say, that's right. Yeah. Or I know that's yeah, right. Yeah, I know that's right. I've just counted yeah, it. Yeah, I've just, I've literally counted in front of you. Yeah. I've counted it. Exactly. I'm going to give it to you. You're going to count it in front of me. Because <laughs> there is no trust in this world. <laughs> but it's that thing. Who counts their change anymore? I do. I don't remember the last time I actually counted my change. And I probably should do this because it's, you know, end up getting shortchanged or. Mm hmm. But I don't do that. But there, and there's another thing when it comes to change. Mm. So you're at the the petrol station. You've bought whatever. Oh, hang on. Sometimes I don't count it, but I will preempt it. So I'll have a, an idea of what it's going to look like. Yes. I look in my hand. Yep. And I can easily go. Yeah, that looks more or less what I had in my head. Now that's a great idea. Mm. Up to the point that they brought in self service checkouts in yep. the supermarkets. Yeah. So here's an example. So I bought four pound tens worth of items from mm-hmm. Tesco's paid with a £5 note because mm-hmm. basically I needed change so I could do the check my tyre pressure on my car Okay, um, so I paid with a £5 note now mm-hmm. I know great I'm going to expect 90 pence in return yep. so I'm thinking a 50 mm-hmm. a couple of 20s yep. maybe a 50 a 20 and a couple of 10s mm-hmm. oh no <laughs> oh no the, the, the machine at Tesco's will just give you whatever the hell it feels like yeah five 10 pence pieces yeah one twenty, mm-hmm. four five pence pieces. Yeah. I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> You're just filling my pockets with change. Come on. I suppose it gives you whatever it's got a lot of. I guess that's what it is. Yeah. But still, I'm just like, I don't want that. Yeah. Oh, one fifty pence piece, <laughs> two twenties. That's ninety pence in the fewest number mm-hmm. of coins. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> and there's another thing as well. So when you at the che- when you're at a checkout and you pay with cash. Yeah. Again, you 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 know spend four quid on something or a couple of quid on something, and you pay with a ten pound note. Yep. And they give you a five pound note change, mm-hmm. and then they put the coins on top of the note. Oh, do you know what? <laughs> what the hell is? Oh my oh, god! Oh, what that, the shit is that about? <laughs> that really is the worst thing. And then they give you the receipt separately, and you're like, God, 
No, I think <laughs> I, I don't think there's anything between. You know, like sometimes you have a sliding scale of behaviour. Yeah. Um, but I think with that, putting change on top of a note yeah. and handing it to somebody, and then it's like straight to war crime. I don't think there's anything in between. <laughs> no, that's right. It, it, it's 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 the most irritating thing you can do to somebody mm-hmm. because how what do you do with that? Exactly, you, you just you end up fart assing around trying to pull the note out without dropping coins everywhere. Yeah, I'm already I'm already thinking to myself, I'm going to get a note in this. I'm going to get a note and change. Mm-hmm. How am I going to do this? I've got to, I've got to put the note in my wallet and I've got to yeah. put the change in my pocket. I'm yeah. already I'm already thinking. My mind's going crazy with this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm thinking, thinking, thinking. What am I going to do? How am I going to do it? Yeah. How's this going to work? I've also got my shopping or whatever it uh-huh. is. Receipts. Mm-hmm. I've got that going on as well. If I get the note and the receipt and the change, yeah, that's well, what that's what I mean. They put the note down, then the change on top of the note, and yeah. then give you the receipt, and you're like, yeah, uh, uh, uh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. it's unbelievable. No, I, l- listen. L- if you mm. work, uh, you know, if you're if you work in a checkout or mm. anywhere that deals with money, mm. please, for the love of God, hand us our coins first, mm. and then the notes, obviously, because it just makes more sense. Yeah, you know. Putting notes on or coins on top of notes. <laughs> I think it tends to be women that do that. And do you know what? I think there's an element of that's just a handful of money. It goes in a purse. Move on to the next thing. Maybe make. But then you end up scrunching up the note, and I don't want to scrunch it up. Now. I want to fold it neatly and put it into Ex- the into the the note bit in my wallet. Yes, because you've got a wallet yeah. and a note bit in a wallet. Hmm. If you've just got a purse. Or you've got a handbag and you just throw everything in there, like you know, yeah, there we go. Fair, yeah. you, you know, just just a scrunched up note or a bit of change. It can sit next to an old polo mint and a tampon. It's fine. <laughs> it's very different. We we want to organise things. We want yeah. to have th- things in certain slots. Some people just want to watch the world burn. Yeah, you know, and it's usually, and I know it sounds incredibly sexist, but it's women who just chuck things in their handbag. <laughs> Yeah, no, I've I've dated some some women who are like this. They just throw everything in the handbag. Mm. You, you open it and you're just like, how do you find anything? <laughs> you know, there, there's the lid to a lipstick mm. in the bottom. That and you're like, where's the lipstick to go with that? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> God, mm. sorry. Like I said, I know that sounds incredibly sexist, and I do mm. apologise, mm. but it it's infuriating. Mm. There must be order to everything. Mm. And it's never needed. It's never needed stuff that's needed. No. And, and, and that's and that's easily proved because whenever a new handbag <laughs> is bought, it, it basically starts from afresh. So yeah. all, all the Sometimes, all the rubbish, yeah. all the rubbish in the old one is still in <laughs> the old one, and then the new one comes into use. Yeah, yeah. So it was never needed. I say what's what's left in the old one is the mm. lid to the lipstick mm. that's got no lipstick to go with it. Receipts, mm. Mm. hair clips, yeah, you know, scrunchies that have never been used or got used once and they didn't like it, so yeah. they chucked it in the yeah. handbag. Yeah. yeah, yeah, old banana. Yeah, an old banana skin. What, yeah. um, anyway, we've gone from <laughs> what it's like to be British all the way through to absolute first world problems. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Should we go back to what it's like to be British? What is it like to be British, CJ? <laughs> so, <laughs> overtaking somebody on foot. But then you have to keep up that uncomfortably fast pace just to make sure you can maintain the distance until you are safely over the horizon and can no longer see them. I I get that. I really get that. Yeah. I either need to drop back or mm-hmm. I need to go ahead. Yeah. Because I'm coming to the point where 
we might actually start walking alongside each other. Yeah. <laughs> That's really weird. Just look at them and go, hi, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> How's your day? <laughs> Great. <laughs> Make it uncomfortable for them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a great idea, actually. Then they have to drop back or stop or pretend to window shop or whatever it Precisely. may be. I like that idea. Yeah. I'm going to try that next time. Next time I'm walking alongside somebody, I'll yeah. just say, okay, so what we'll do, we'll go into M&S next. And then they will run a mile. They wow. <laughs> you just took my idea and ran with that, didn't yeah. you? Whoa. Just creep them out completely. <laughs> so, co- oh. coffee and a biscuit? <laughs> <laughs> I saw a nice tea shop up the road. Yeah. We'll pop in there before we go to the next yeah. place. What? <laughs> but didn't, oh. doesn't that remind you? I mean, because it used to have when like the whole Bluetooth headset thing first came about, mm. and everyone was talking on Bluetooth headsets, and somebody would be walking fairly close to you, yeah, and would say something that makes you go, "What?" Yeah. And then you know, ob- ob- on the other side of their head that you can't see is a mm. Bluetooth mm. earpiece. Mm. 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 Wow! You know, yeah, I remember having a conversation with a guy that was doing that. Yeah, he was talking on his phone. I can't remember what the conversation was, but it was, <laughs> it was just like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Next Thursday, and I looked at him. What? He's like, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll go. I was like, but I want to stay in, dude. Yeah, you know? yeah. And he was he was only literally like a couple of feet away from me. <laughs> and he looked at me, and then I clocked the headset, and he looked at me, and I was like, what? <laughs> You're talking to me, so I'm talking back. Yeah. You know? That's how a conversation works, my yeah, friend. Yeah. Should we go to M and S next? <laughs> Coffee and a biscuit. <laughs> What what about this one now? Oh, th- this is me down to a T. Yeah, yeah. You'll have to excuse the mess, mm. which translates as I've spent seven hours tidying in preparation for your visit. <laughs> <laughs> now I've done this more than once, waiting for somebody to to it, it, come it around. It just feels like the get out cart, doesn't it? So you yeah. can prepare as much as you like. You can tidy up. You can plump cushions and and sweep up and do all that sort of thing. But as long as you say sorry about the mess, yeah. You add value. Yeah, it makes the people coming to your house think this is messy. You yeah. see my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my house. Like, it's filthy. Yeah. yeah, I remember once. I don't know. I think we were probably having people around or something. And my dad said, "Okay, um, the, the wallpaper's in a terrible state. Yeah. You know, we need, we need, really need to decorate." Yeah. Uh, as they're coming around, what we'll do is we'll we'll just take off the old wallpaper and say we're in the middle of decorating. Yeah. That's genius. What a great idea. <laughs> that is a great idea. We we don't have to paint the walls. All we need no. to do is put a few test paints on on the wall yeah. and say, yeah, we're still trying to decide what you know. I like I like eggshell blue, but uh, she's not so sure. But Ted, you said this to us last year, <laughs> and the paint hasn't changed. We're still deciding, honest. <laughs> You've still not got a front door. What's wrong with the amount? <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, uh, let's move it on, shall we? Should we should we move on to some music? Let's move on to some music. It is uh, your choice of classic track. Yeah. Well, you need to, and then I can do the jingle bit. Oh, you're going to so. do? You're doing the jingle this time? Yeah. Because okay. you're going to introduce the the. Classic I'm going to track. introduce. Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to introduce. I'm going to introduce Shiraz with Rain as our classic track. <laughs> classic tracks, the Tuesday Show podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
pain again Here comes my pain again On my mind I can't hide it toys for me I'll have from the storm I'll keep myself warm You remind me of who I really was You make me smile With the way your body walks Rain from Shiraz. And there's that rain again. Yeah. Great track. Great classic track for the show. Yeah. 
I will make that jingle one day, I promise. Classic track jingle. You can you can sample my voice. The Tuesday that. Show podcast. Coming to you. What, 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 whatever. <laughs> that was very radio. <coughs> Break right. <laughs> Smoke on. <laughs> Left up. <laughs> uh, That's Red Arrow's jokes, by the way, if yeah. you don't understand that. <laughs> <laughs> how how do you know um, when you see a Red Arrows pilot in at a fancy dress party? I don't know. He'll come and tell you. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 ah, that's really good. So we've been looking at this list again. Yes, there's another good one. You know, we were talking about pin, uh, well, not pin numbers, but we were talking about touch and dab. Oh, it's contactless, contactless, and Apple Pay, it. and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Apple Pay. Um, it's um, this one is looking away so violently as somebody enter- nearby enters their pin that you accidentally <laughs> dislocate your neck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it happens for everything. I mean, I do it at work when mm. someone types their password into a laptop. Yep, I'm like that. Whoosh. Yep. You know, I'm like, ow. <laughs> <laughs> what's What's really funny is when somebody starts calling it out. When Chip and Pin first came out, uh-huh. the crime-fighting duo, you, you'd occasionally get that, particularly older people. Yeah, would yeah, go yeah. Three, two, five, time. And people would just look shocked and, yeah. you know, horror. <gasps> like, that is the window to your soul that you're giving out. This is ridiculous, <laughs> you know, crikey. I'm sure I heard a bit once. Um, it was a, I don't know, stand-up comedy or something like that. And, yeah. and somebody was saying, oh, yeah, it wouldn't be great to do that. Just do it to freak people out. So you go there, you do your pin, you go, one, two, different numbers. But yeah. you go, uh, yeah, three, two, zero, zero, five. Yeah. And people go, what? Are you mad? Yeah, just to look at their reaction, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, loving it! But I see, and on on a similar note as well, it's a, the loudly tapping your fingers at the cash point to assure the queue that you've asked for the money and the weight is now out of your hands. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you don't want to be taking responsibility for that, do you? No, I do like, that. I go right, right. Yeah, I, I make you know hand gestures and, yeah. and mumbling. No, I'm like, come on, hurry up! Yeah, yeah. I, I, t- my money? I, I tap on it with a again. Do you? Yeah. Actually, I think I do. I'll give it the old yeah, fingernail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old fingernail it's like a drum, roll. drum roll. Yeah, fingernail drum roll. Uh, Ten pounds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a winner again. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, dear. <sighs> Saying hello to a friend in the supermarket. Then creeping around like a burglar to avoid seeing them again. <laughs> Have you ever done this? I've done that. <laughs> I've done I've, I've, I remember seeing people in a shop mm, or a mm, supermarket, but I don't mm. remember creeping around. So, as you know, that's a lie. I do now remember doing that. It's I've seen you. I've said, oh, hi, or yeah. hello, oh, yeah. Didn't expect to see you here. Don't yeah. know why. It's a shop. <laughs> and, and then just thinking, I can't see them again. Because it would just be really weird. Yeah. See them twice. That's it. Twice in the same day when I haven't seen them for twenty years. <laughs> you know, <laughs> my God. <laughs> I'll tell you something that's similar to that, and it's kind of weird. Is I mean, whether it's somebody that work, you work with closely, or even if it's just somebody that you see every now and again around mm. around the place. But you know, when you walk down a corridor and it's a long corridor, mm-hmm. and you can see somebody coming in the other way. And yeah, you know nobody's going to dive into a into a room. No, nope. you are walking towards somebody else in a corridor. Uh-huh. And what do you do? Where do you look? I'll I'll, I'll explain this one because mm. this happens to me at work. Yeah. when I go for a cigarette, I have to yeah. go outside. But it's a really long building. Yeah, from the front door to the smoking mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. And so you can always see people coming the other way. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I look 
anywhere else but at them. Yeah. I'll look at the floor. I'll mm-hmm. look over at the trees, and yep. they've got flags waving in the in mm-hmm. the background because mm-hmm. there's a space center there or something. I don't know. I'll look anywhere. I'll look in the window and check out my facial hair. Yeah. Anywhere apart from directly at them <laughs> until I'm about five paces away, where I then look at them, snap my neck, and look at them and go, "Morning." <laughs> And then walk past. (laughs) Because you can do that. You can, you know, you can nod at somebody or smile at them or, you know, sometimes. But you you can't do it from a quarter of a mile away. You can't do it from a quarter of a mile away. And also, you know, there are people that you might want to give the, hello, hello, hello. But you don't want to do that for a whole corridor's length. Hashtag eyes emoji. Hashtag (laughs) me too, if you're doing a whole whole corridor of that. God, can you imagine? (laughs) How uh, that's a really awkward situation. That is a really awkward one. But you're right. It's about looking away, looking yeah. away. Then the last minute, oh, <laughs> it's as if I didn't see you. Yeah, there. Didn't see you coming. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Going back to the whole supermarket thing. Someone yep. did do this to me once. I was mm. in a in a sh- I can't. It was like a clothes shop or something. Yeah. And I hadn't seen this person for a little while, and they came up and they were like, "Oh, what are you doing here?" Mm. I'm shopping. <laughs> Same as you. Yeah. Did the basket full of clothes not give it away? Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all the ridiculous questions, what are you doing? Well, I'm. Probably, you know, the, the probably meant. What are you doing here, buying clothes? I thought you'd be going to Giacomo. <laughs> that's true. That's. This was a long time ago. I, I do now buy clothes from Giacomo, but like I say, it was a long time ago when I was much trimmer. Yeah, you know, more more of a racing snake. Yeah, you know. a racing python. A racing python. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, awkward situations you're getting yourself into. Yeah. Do you mm. have another one you want to talk? So I've got my next one lined up. Oh, what, 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 what's your favourite? So, and it, it happens to everybody. Um, mm-hmm. Running out of ways to say thanks when you're in a succession of doors that are being held open for you. Having already deployed, cheers, Tar, a nice one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and just like, thanks, cheers, Tar, nice one. Yeah, then right. it starts to get silly. All right, thank you all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. You do. Here you go. Ah, oh, thank you. Merci beaucoup. Grazie, signor. And you start thinking of it as many ways as possible to say thank you, and in as many languages as possible. <laughs> I think we killed Ted, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Matthew Buku. Again, again, more more of a corridor issue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 And you just like it's always difficult. Yeah, it's like just actually walking has so many pitfalls to it. I know. Just Um, everyone stop walking. There's another one here. Being unable to turn and walk in the opposite direction without first taking out your phone and frowning at it. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. It's so true. But also, that's the modern equivalent of walking along the road thinking, I need to go in the opposite direction. The only way you can do that is to stop, pat your pockets. Tap your pockets. As if to say, hmm... I've left behind my yeah. I've left I've left behind my insert important item here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true though. It's like, or you stop and kind of gaze and look thoughtfully, as if to say, yeah. "Did I leave the gas on?" Yeah. And then turn around and walk yeah. away. Yeah. But yeah, now it's mobile phones. You have to yeah. look at your phone, frown in, with yeah. intent, and then turn around and walk yeah. the other way. Mobile phones are actually really good for getting out a lot of the the old situations that were yeah. difficult because you're never alone with a mobile. You no. can always be just you could sit there, stand there, mm-hmm. crouch. 
Look, I, look at your phone. I remember an old phone got me out of a really con- or I say an old con- a conversation I didn't want to be in. Yeah. Um, so it was an old Nokia fifty one ten, I think. Mm-hmm. And there was a function on it where you could like press and hold a couple of buttons, and it would make the phone ring. Okay. As if to like engage the ringtone. Yep. And I'd be like, "Oh, look at that! I've got a phone call. Sorry." Yeah. And then I'd just leave. <laughs> I don't know if you can do it on smartphones now. I don't know, but I—I I mean, I've—I've I've thought about doing that on occasions. But the danger is, it doesn't. It actually needs to be a phone call because if yeah. it's not, it can backfire. On it you. could backfire easily because you could be there pretending to have a phone call and then it rings. Yeah, you're like, ah. I've seen that happen Ooh. as well. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> I was on the bus on the way home from school, and again, this is like when mobile phones were really taking off. And again, this kid was, you know, this this hip hip hop dude wearing his hat, kind of like I'm wearing mine today. Yep. Um, to the side-ish and yeah. you know, looking so cool by the way totes and he was on his phone he was like yeah mate yeah yeah sick in it or whatever you know whatever the kid said back then I don't even remember yeah. and then his phone rang while it was against his ear and I, he I think he shat himself because <laughs> <laughs> A he realised how much of an idiot he looked yeah and being, I think, just the loudness of the ringtone right in his ear. Yeah. I think he, <laughs> it was so funny. It's like, ah. Yeah. You just, and you, you do, you just do that thing where, and again, it's being, oh, oh. Be, being British, we don't point and laugh at people like the no. Americans do. What we do is we think about that, about doing that. Yeah. So in our head, we, you know, we'll look, we'll look, see what's going on, and then turn the other way. And in our heads, we're going, Ah, yeah. And pointing at them, ah, <laughs> ha, 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 twat. <laughs> and, and of course, that's before you could actually get two calls on one phone. Yeah. So now you could be on the phone, mm-hmm. and then you get another call, and then your guy on the bus, he would just go, "Hang on, fam, I've got another call on." Yeah. Yeah, isn't it jizzy or whatever? <laughs> isn't it jizzy? Isl jizzle. Isl jizzle, and all that. Faux shizzle. Yeah, faux show. That's right. Yeah. Great, great stuff. How do we get onto that? I don't know. We were talking about walking about. Yes, walking in general is bad for your health. <laughs> walking is <laughs> walking is a is a social nightmare. Yeah, it is. It mm, is. Mm. Uh, well, I think I'd say it's about time to wrap up. I think it's about time to wrap up. Cool. Wrap up. Cool. In it. In it, in it, fam. In it, fam. Cool. Right. So our last track for today then is from our good friend Fuse. This is on the same single as Sanctified. This is another track called mm-hmm. Die Glock.
you have been listening to episode 18 of The Tuesday Show. And as always, you can get in touch with us on Twitter at Tuesday underscore podcast, on Instagram and Facebook at The Tuesday Show Podcast. If you want to get hold of Ted, you can find him on all platforms at Ted James Media and the same for me at CJ Brooks FM. FM. You can email the show CJ and Ted at the Tuesday Show.co.uk. But uh, for now, that's it. I'm CJ Brooks. He's Ted James. We'll catch you next week. Goodbye. Should we try and do this in one take? One take. <clears throat> one take, here. One take. One take. One take. One take. It's all about that bass. About that bass. Bum, 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 no bum, 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 Right. Ding, 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 Hi ho silver ding 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 ding